when you feel like you're not making sense pause and ask if that makes sense hello welcome back to another episode of if that makes sense podcast with larry kiss how are you guys doing i hope you guys are well and you're keeping safe first of all i want to thank everyone who took their time to listen to that incredibly long episode oh my god oh my god (laughs) yeah it was very very long and a lot of people were like oh my god we've got like short attention span please could you shorten it and some people even made me aware that they don't really listen to podcasts and my podcast is the first they're listening to so i wouldn't want to bore you or give you an impression that podcasts are boring no they're not boring so yeah thank you guys for the feedback so let me just go straight to the points yeah so today's episode is going to be about culture shocks like i said in the introduction that i'm going to be talking about some culture shocks that i've faced here or experienced here so let me just dive in <laughs> see i'm i don't know if you watch um friends if you know janice chandler's ex I don't know why I'm sounding like Janice. I beg. Janice should leave my mouth. <laughs> so yeah, let me just go straight to the point. The first thing that, um, that shocked me here was seeing um, houses without, with low fences or houses with no gates or very, very low gates. I mean, how do you want to protect yourself? How would you? How are you even keeping safe when your fences are low? I can literally jump over these fences. Like some don't even have fences, some don't even have gates. It's just a house and their door, their main door or entrance door. I mean, hey, please do. Oh. It really, really freaked me out. And yeah, it really, really freaked me out because I'm like, what if anyone, someone comes in or jumps into the um, into the house or finds a way to budge into the house, like. I didn't use a symbol at night because of that. Trust me. So yeah, that that one alone really really freaked me out. And I noticed that um I oh I I rarely saw security men or security guard. The only times I see them are in um, malls or in shopping complex or maybe big hospitals or so. Like it's always in a very big um area or in a big yeah, in a big area generally, that's where I see security guards. And here they also have like alarm systems that serve as a security or a form of security. So yeah, that's on it. Another thing that I <laughs> found so fascinating and kind of baffled was seeing people obey traffic lights. I mean, back home, traffic lights or most traffic lights are just there for decor. I mean, no one will stand and wave and like no, it, they just move, except in some areas where um, they obey traffic lights. But even at that, maybe because there's a security, I mean, sorry, there's a police officer around. Yeah. But here, people obey even midnight, like times that you didn't even expect. Even if that's the only car there, you see cars stop or that car stop just to obey the traffic lights. And I really respect them for that. Um, talking about police here, yeah, I realized that I never really used to see policemen patrolling like everywhere or how would I even put it here? I never used to see or I've never seen 
police stations almost in every area. The closest police station is very far. That's how rare it is to find police stations around. Like I rarely saw police or I rarely see police police around or police stations around. When I noticed it, I was like, okay, 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 there's something just off. Where is the police station here? In case anything happens, police station is very far, very far. And you don't see police up and down or just standing aimlessly or I mean no you don't see that and they don't even carry guns like police don't carry guns and I won't lie to you I kind of freak out when I see police or even hear the siren so not that they are coming to me but not that I did anything wrong I just freak out because they are fully um, guarded they've got like they're armed rather they're fully armed so seeing them alone freaks me out yeah that one here i really really see police or see police stations around and it's really really interesting another thing that um you know shocks me here is realizing that um i really i or i really saw or, or i what am i saying so i really see um Containers, you know, all these big containers that have um, goods and all. I rarely see them here, like rare, like rare, like it's so rare. And I wonder, do these people even move at night? No, they don't even move at night. I think they have ways of transporting goods, even oil tanks. Hey, that is true. I don't see oil tanks moving up and down, like, no, you don't see, like, you don't see these things can cause traffic and they can also damage the road so you rarely see them like i don't even think i've ever seen an old tank move maybe they move but if they move maybe at night if they move yeah so i rarely see those people or those um, vehicles move around also buses have closing times <laughs> they have they have times when they resume and they also have times when they close. When they close, they close around, um, I think, five or six. When it's like getting towards evening, you start seeing the number of buses starts to reduce. Like, they call it taxi here. For people, for better understanding, downfall or these commercial vehicles, yeah. Downfall, church and all, yeah. They really, I mean, once it's evening, they start moving like the numbers reduce like maybe you can see one pass or two at most but once it's like seven eight you don't even hear anything you can't even move out again you can't even come out when it's a particular time when it's like five six because everybody has closed people have closed there is almost nobody outside so what are you doing outside and again it's not even safe for a girl to even be moving out alone at those times i mean you understand yeah so yeah um another thing another thing that um shocked me here um is the dressing here i realized that a lot of people dress in a way that um, they dress hmm how would i put it dressing here is okay i feel comfortable in this outfit let me just wear it or let me wear it that's how it is here um it's this place or this country is a liberal state you can easily tell by a lot of things that are being done here 
but back home it's more of a conservative state where um i wouldn't say we are judgmental yes we are judgmental to an extent but i would not say we are, we are judgmental like that but you know we tend to always oppose our traditional culture so we're like oh it's against the culture to dress in this certain way it's against the culture to have this certain look it's against the culture to do this do that yeah so we carry our culture or our values in such a way that they detect the way we should express ourselves i mean it's not bad but don't overdo it don't make it feel like this is how it should be done no some people just don't want to be boxed in a certain culture tradition or rules people some people even like following rules per se so yeah i to an extent i don't find it cool because then you we don't tend to express ourselves the way we want to express ourselves because here when i got here i used to be shy to wear certain outfits it's not even that i was even shy it's because i felt like i'll be judged or people will be looking at me or someone will come up to me and ask why i'm wearing this particular outfit but later i realized that nobody's even looking at you trust me no one is looking at you <laughs> like just stress if you feel you're comfortable in this outfit wear it and if you're not harming yourself or you are not harming anyone then wear it like you understand and also with haircuts even at workplaces i see people with dreadlocks yeah a certain kind of haircuts like and i'm like wow you guys are actually free to express yourself and i feel like it's something that my country should adopt yeah we should not box ourselves too much in traditional culture because these cultures and traditional values or whatever were set up by people and because we're set up by people they can always be changed it should be flexible our culture should not be rigid rigid yeah so that's one thing that really 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 you know yeah it's it's so different here and back home also um here the drink ah, let me not even say it's in a calm tone drinking is like it's like <laughs> It's like a norm it's a norm to drink here like it's water to them here um during the lockdown yet yeah, when you know this whole pandemic thing started and they had to you know obviously the government was confused on what to do because this is new so to reduce uh, gatherings here yeah, they ban alcohol not knowing that uh, not that not knowing but like here alcohol is a big deal like it is a big big deal so they banned alcohol it shook the nation <laughs> hey you force people to be sober do you know what it meant to them so when we moved to a certain level where they had to you know lift some bands yeah alcohol was um, lifted alcohol ban was lifted come and see people like the day liquor stores were to be opened hmm people came out early in the morning people came out very early in the morning um with some people had drums some people had trumpets people were singing drumming like the excitement the joy in people yeah when the bag was to be lifted <laughs> don't joke with alcohol you can take anything from them but don't take the alcohol from them <laughs> another thing 
I mean, alcohol and smoking here is like they go hand in hand. A lot of people smoke, like smoke. Ha! People smoke in school. Yeah, you see people, even your lecturers are smoking. That one even really, really, really messed with my head. Like when I saw one of my lecturers smoke, I'm like, oh my god, you are smoking. Like obviously, I didn't say it to to his face, but ah, I was so shocked. Like my lecturer is smoking. There was even one that came to class smelling of cigarettes and I'm like, oh my god, why? But then again, I just realized that that's what they do here and hey, people smoke like, is it shisha? Openly, it's not even like a secret or it's not something that they even hide openly, like smoking openly. Back home, people smoke but not in an open environment, not in public places. They smoke in, you know, there are, I think, designated areas where people smoke or allowed to smoke, I think. Yeah, but here it's the opposite. So that one, it really, really shocked me. And again, I don't really like the smell of cigarettes or the other. So um, it's like I became a passive smoker because I had to start inhaling smoke, cigarettes rather, which is very uncomfortable. Thank God for the advent of masks now. So even when things are back to normal i think people will still be wearing masks just to you know filter their um, filter the air they breathe in so yeah that's it and um another shocking thing um I, i'm not going to talk much about this i wouldn't talk much about it trust me but i'll just state it is that um i realized that um secondary school um, students girls who fall who fall pregnant here yeah, are allowed to take their pregnancy to school like so a secondary school girl can go to school pregnant i do not understand why personally i feel like the education should not be cut short but going to school pregnant it doesn't sit well with me i mean people have different opinions about that but for me it doesn't sit well with me so yeah that that alone is way opposite like i think it's not only in my country but like in most countries pregnant students can go to school and i mean secondary school not university because obviously university they have um married people yeah so you can't tell them okay don't do this you understand especially except for private universities in nigeria they are very very restricting or restrictive rather um yeah like i said i'm not going to talk much about that okay another thing that really really shook me not really really shook me yeah but i'm like don't force me to do this thing it's tipping yeah okay then before i go to tipping here when you are invited out you are paying for yourself you are paying for yourself there is nothing like oh um this person invited me out so you're gonna cover every cost you know you cover your things yourself from transport so if you want to go you saying that yes i'm interested in you've agreed to the terms and conditions so it's in your hands <laughs> it's in your hands so if you want to go means that you can afford the outing you pay for yourself so if you like go and order, if you are not aware and you go, if you like go and order food of 500 rands eh, or 1000 rands and you think somebody will pay for you, auntie, brother, you are going to pay for yourself. Oh. So 
cut your quota coming to your size. <laughs> if you cannot go, just say, oh, I can't make it, or I don't have much money, or I'm, ju- I'm just not interested. Don't go and overspend because, mm, don't do that. So yeah, that was, that's it for, you know, going out, you have to pay for your bills, except, you know, the person you're going out with offers to pay. I mean, if you don't have a problem, like me, I don't have a problem with somebody wanting to pay for me, like, no, I don't. So, if you don't have a problem, yeah, then fine. If you have a problem, then sorry. (laughs) Yeah, so that's it for ordering or going out. And, um, yeah, so another thing that, okay, back to or still in um, outing. Whenever you are at a restaurant, or when I went to a restaurant with some group of friends, um, they were like, okay, when we sorted out the bill, or when when we were sorting the bill out, someone was like, okay, so how much are you tipping? I was like, come back, come back, rephrase, rephrase. What do you mean by tipping? Oh, we have to give um, um, a waitress or waiter who served us a certain amount. And I'm like, but I've paid or I'm paying. So why do I have to do that? Oh, it's a way of um, appreciating their service. I mean, you're being paid for this service, yeah? And somebody also said that, oh, they don't pay them more. So that's why they tend to tip. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I understand, but don't force me to tip. If I want to tip, I would tip. But don't make it like a norm or generic that you all have to tip. I ended up tipping. And I tip once in a while if I have and if I feel like I enjoyed your service because some people tend to be rude even though or even if you're not even rude then some people tend to be rude so I would obviously not want to tip someone who is rude yeah but generally I don't see the idea of tipping it should not be forced yeah some I think I think I think um in back home yeah Okay, recently I watched someone's um, um what's called I watched someone's um, Snapchat stories or whatever they call it, and this guy wanted to tip. He went to his supermarket, so he wanted to tip someone, or yeah, he wanted to tip the worker or his staff, and the guy was like, "Oh no, we don't collect tips," and I'm like, "Why? It should not be, you know, it should not be." Um, band or people should um, the owner or the manager should not stop people from tipping but then again they have their reasons you understand so but I think you're allowed to tip but back home it's not something that you have to do unless things have changed yeah so yeah let me not talk too much about that so yeah another thing that you know shook me <laughs> is um the way they use the word you must or yeah, especially the word must. Yeah. First of, okay, when when they say using this word, I mean, like, no, I shouldn't because they're like, okay, you must come along with me. You must take this. You must do this. No, I mustn't. Like, don't force me to do what I don't want to do. I just kept on wondering why people kept on saying you must, you must, you must. I'm like, I must not. Can you not force me? But later, I realized that um, they tend to use that word often, so. I had to adjust myself to it so yeah ah god at first it used to piss me off like why are people forcing me to do what i don't know what to do what is the must but yeah i now understand and um 
Yeah, so during lunch, lunch is not rice and beans or, or ever or amala. No, lunch is mostly bread, sandwich, burger, chips, chicken. You see all this light, light food, all this made all this. Me, I call it junk. That is lunch. That is lunch. What you can eat for breakfast, they call it lunch. Because when I got here, yeah, I was like, um, I saw some people packing lunch and I'm like, this is bread. Oh, yeah, that's what you have. That's, that's lunch. Oh, mommy, I can't eat lunch for I can't eat bread for lunch, but now I've gotten used to it. I eat lunch. I mean, I eat <laughs> I eat bread or sandwich as lunch. But now that there is a Nigerian food truck, I go there to buy my eba once in a while or beans or jollof rice once in a while. Ha! Huh, satisfying. <laughs> so yeah, still on food. Hey, God. God, the matter of food eh, stressed me. Like it stressed me. I think I even lost so much weight because I could not eat certain food. Most of the food here are um, genetically modified, so like they have a different taste from the organic food that I am used to. Hey, you see the eggs here. The eggs here have certain smell that 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 is so discouraging. Like I don't even know what word to use to describe. The smell nasty or whatever you call it I don't like the smell like I really really struggled to get eggs that I liked that smelled natural yeah and yeah that smelled natural because age I remember when I went to um, some grocery stores I'll be asking please what eggs are nice what eggs do not smell and they'll look at me like okay what does this girl mean or what she's saying but later I asked along and some people suggested some eggs that I could buy. So now I found an egg or a brand that I can buy or I buy now that I am managing. Yeah. So yeah, that's only even sausages, like they have varieties of sausages. There is Vienna, there is Russian, there is Poloni, there is da da da. And I don't really the taste doesn't go well with me. But now I've also found a particular brand that I like. Yeah, that I really, really I mean I love sausages. So me not seeing a sausage that I like really really stressed me. And now that I or later that I found uh, Nigerian stores. Hey Omo, that's why I do my, my shopping. You know? I buy my beans, I buy my curry, I buy my indomie, I buy what's my obono, my uh, Egusi, my everything, name it, crayfish, name it, palm oil, name it, <laughs> yam, plantain, plantain, I mean plantain, <laughs> I love, love plantain, like who doesn't like plantain, are you even normal if you don't like plantain, are you, we can't even be friends if you don't like plantain, so yeah, and food, and Nigerian food here are very expensive, very, very expensive, so if you start, Ex- doing exchange rate calculation, my dear, you would end up not buying anything. Aside from food, even like clothes or anything, you end up not buying anything because the um, like you are like ah things are cheap back home. Why are they expensive? Standard of living here is extremely high, so yeah, you can't really compare much. And here, GMO foods are very cheap compared to organic food. Organic food are very 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 expensive. Very, 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 very expensive. Very expensive. Which doesn't make sense. It should be the opposite. Or 
GM food should be should be provided in areas that do not even have access to certain kinds of food. Yeah, that's when you can provide GM. But don't make GM like okay, this is normal food. It's not normal because the taste does not even taste natural. Yeah. So I think I'm almost done. I think I'm almost done. So the last thing that shocked me um, is um. <laughs> It's so funny because I don't want to say the whole story that led to it, but one time I found myself in a school clinic and I needed painkillers, yeah? So when I entered here, I saw a bowl of what I thought was sweets. So in my mind, I was like, hey, before I leave, I must pack my sweets, I must lick a lot of sweets, yeah? So when I finished with the nurse, who literally didn't even respond to me, I was about to go and pick the sweet, yeah, and I kept on looking that this thing is odd. Like it does not, it does not just look like normal sweet. I kept on looking closer and closer and closer until I find, found out that it was a bowl of condom. <laughs> I was going to embarrass myself, yeah. And um, back home, I don't think in hospitals. Okay, I rarely go to hospitals, but back home, condoms are not something that people would encourage you to not really encourage you to use but they're not open like that if that makes sense yeah especially if you're going to the store to buy a condom it's not like okay can i get a condom no people with the, the person who isn't going to sell it to you look at you like um what do you mean why can't you put why can't you abstain from whatever why can't you why must you engage in this farm it's none of your business if i'm engaging in it just give me a condom yeah that's it back home but here it's there like in hospitals and clinics you get free condoms there <laughs> you understand so yeah but yeah these are culture shocks that i have experienced and if you've experienced any culture shock in a different country please feel free to share with me you can share with me on the twitter page which is itms at itms pod on twitter or you can just search for if that makes sense pod make podcasts today but you can just search for if that makes sense and you see our page here you can you know share your um, your culture shots with me and if you have any other feedback you can please feel free to share don't hesitate to share i'm open to um feedback and all so thank you for listening to this podcast today's episode i'm really really grateful and please 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 don't forget to keep staying safe and wearing your masks and also your hand sanitizer make sure you have your hand sanitizer with you everywhere you go to bye and i remain your host larry kess bye